welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay seen in Alaska, so we get into all sorts of trouble. No, I mean, so we get together with one of our favorite games to let the voices in our heads out to play. <laughs> My name's Wacy, and I'll be playing Karthus Coldwell. And I'm Colton, and I'll be playing Shavin the Smuggler and Chair Creaker. I'm Veda, and I'll be playing Shay Trembler. I'm Zed, and I'll be playing the DM. Let's just roll right away to see who's doing the recap. Fifteen. I got a six. I got eleven. Nine. Natural one. Ha! Alright, Shavin. Alright, so like a lot happened last episode. Karthus caught up with his old buddy Gecko. Apparently Gecko and his boys run the town now. Maybe not in such an honest fashion. They seem to be obsessed with some lady that they don't want or they don't uh, know or want to share very much about. Shay and Shavin followed up on the bear statue package to deliver and found a one-armed blacksmith who was apparently uh, interested in it as it belonged to... Wasn't it his wife? Daughter. Uh, Belonged to his daughter? Yeah. So it belonged to his daughter, and he gave a small pittance to pay for it and mentioned that his daughter was taken by... I think he called it the Shadow Man and uh, something along along those lines. The Shadow Man and is hoping for her rescue. Shavin reluctantly mentions that he'll do what he can... Uh, expecting some kind of a payment in maybe him working his trade. However, Chauvin didn't really take into consideration that the man had lost his arm recently and may not be very good at applying his trade to blacksmithing anymore. But it's, uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, we, <laughs> we investigated a little bit into the uh, possibility of there being a doppelganger in town. Followed up looking for maybe some side work and met a mysterious hooded man who was not armed but claimed to be dangerous who was interested in the affairs of doppelgangers uh, and was very interested to learn there was a traveler on the road who was looking for one in town. We also followed up with that traveler, which we had met earlier, uh, Red of Hair, and let him know that there was a mysterious unarmed man who was interested in finding out about him just to stir the pot, I guess. Uh, We followed up with him and then came up with a plan to meet with Gecko and see if we could get compensated for dealing with this threat of the shadow man on the side of the road. Maybe we could work an angle in that direction and found out that Gecko is a little crazier than we thought as he slaughtered an old man in the street for crossing him or crossing his lady, whoever or whatever she may be, and then turned. He turned and gave warning to Carthus and company, saying, this is what happens if you cross her. Well done. You covered a lot there. Uh, so right now, the scene kind of opens with you three outside of the tavern you just came out of. And he witnessed this scene. Gecko says, now you know what the price is for going against her wishes. Uh, the crowd had kind of parted for Gecko coming down the street uh, to confront this man. And at this point, there's kind of a crowd just watching. Um, nobody really cares. Give me, uh, everybody give me a perception check. All right. I got a seven. Okay. Fifteen. All right. Eighteen. Okay. Um, 
Shabin, you say you got a 15? Yeah. Shabin with your 15 and Karthus with your 18. Mm-hmm. You notice that there are, for the most part, the, the crowd, the people from the market, the people doing shopping at the market, and the guards themselves um, all seem relatively okay with what's happening. Um, but with your 18 and 15, you do notice there are a few kind of underlying looks of concern from some of the um, from some of the townsfolk. And Carthus, with your 18, you notice that there is one man, uh, a very tall, scrawny old man with a very large brown cloak, just staring at your group. So from the crowd, I want to take a mental snapshot and remember the faces of the people that I deemed to look concerned or upset so that in the future I might recognize them if I'm dealing with them mm. just to keep it in mind. Yeah. Carthus gets a good look at that older gentleman. Okay. He's going to file that information and keep track of where he moves um, to talk to him after the after those that could be a problem move on. And at this point, uh, Gek has kind of turned away from it, gave an order for his men to clean up the body, um, and has walked back the way that he came, back towards his office that you'd already been to. And the crowd kind of disperses, goes back to their thing. And give me a... Let's say... Yeah, perception. Just perception. Okay. To see where the, what happens with this old man. Seven. Um... You, you just, as the crowd disperses and intermingles, somehow this very tall old man just kind of blips out of existence. <laughs> okay. Carthus mentions to Shavin that he had seen somebody that may be of interest if we can find him again, and he gives him a description. All right. Uh, He's, he seems to be aware of something that we don't know, or that a little more than everybody else. Based on the description, do I remember somebody who meets that? You wouldn't have noticed this specific person. Okay. Uh, there are several people with cloaks in the, in the crowd. It's mm-hmm. pretty common. Um, but this per- specific guy only Carthus noticed. Okay. Um, I just nod. And then I want to... Is it What's Gecko doing? Is he just kind of... He has turned away from the scene, ordered his men to kind of clean it up, mm-hmm. and started walking back down the road towards his uh, office area. Okay. I just kind of stroll alongside him, and Carthus is like, or not Carthus, Chauvin is like, well, he's C-name. Chauvin's like, oh, that was quite a display there. Definitely got most everyone's attention. I noticed a lot of people kind of just ignored it, though. Those that understand can stay. Do you understand? Oh, yeah, I get it. But, uh, you know, I don't know. How long do you plan on running the show around here? You guys taking off in a month, a week, a year? What's your deal? He stops and looks at you. Ah, you're here with Featherweight. Don't bother me with questions. I already... I'm talking with uh, your partner later. Oh, yeah. I'm not... uh, actually don't have any questions. I just had a, a possible solution. I thought I'd put a bug in your ear. I, you know, uh, a little display like that, that lasts a month easy. People know you mean business, but if you guys plan on sticking around, you know it lasts a lot longer. Forced labor. People don't forget that. There's a little reminder every day when they hear that tink, tink, and they see somebody scrawny with rags, 
you know, just hammering away, you know, I don't know, making bigger rocks into little rocks. It doesn't matter. What's important is everybody can see it and remembers that that guy crossed the line and I don't want to do that. You know, like that, that, uh, that sticks. Just a, just an idea. Why don't you give me your choice? Persuasion, uh, performance, <laughs> the deception. What do you want right here? Is this something you really believe? You just want to convince him? I just want to convince him. Persuasion. Okay. Would they have been in hearing distance from me? Like, would I observe? Would have observed that? Seventeen. Conversation. I'm not being that quiet. Yeah, he's he's just talking pretty openly. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of hustle bustle. Would you have tried to do that? Like, give me a perception check. All right. If you beat ten, you you hear it. I got a nineteen. No, you don't. Yeah, you hear it. <laughs> yeah, you hear all that. Um, are you kind of keeping your distance a little bit? Yeah, I just mm-hmm. want to keep both of my group members in sight. Gotcha. I got a 17 to persuade him. Yeah, he kind of looks you up and down. Maybe you're not as useless as you look. I have my moments. Just uh, thought I'd offer a friendly bit of constructive criticism. Looks like you got a good show going here. Anyways, I'm sure uh, you're a busy guy. I got a lot of stuff to do. If I think of anything else, I'll just mention it to my comrade, and he can bring it up tonight, and you can shoot it down or lock it in. Your own choice. <laughs> anyway, have a good day. And I kind of stroll away. And uh, he looks over at Karthus. You're still in that general area? Yeah. And he gives you nicest. Find me at the quarry later. And you would... Okay. He probably would have mentioned it before. The quarry is one of the taverns in town. What time are you thinking? When the sun hits the trees. Gotcha. I can do that. Right. And then he kind of walks off. <laughs> so after everything kind of settles out and we're kind of in a, hum- a huddle walking as casually as we can, I'm like, uh, Chauvin mentions, I'm not a big fan of forced labor on the masses, but nobody's doing us any favors if they're dead, if they're working out, you know, getting some good, honest exercise and all in the same place, we start to have a little bit of uh, dissension in the ranks. And, you know, there's a clear line with people on either side of it. Makes things a little more interesting, a little more malleable. Also, there's a little more places to mine information. There you go. Mm. Are you guys trying to be quiet? Yeah. Give me a stealth. Okay. What would you do for trying to be quiet, if not stealth? (laughs) I mean, I saw that face. Whispering. <laughs> Me? I no, not face. You. Okay. <laughs> I was talking, um, and I got a good roll. <laughs> Sixteen. I got a crit. Nat crit. Nat twenty. What? Yeah. Who did? No, that's. Um, that's... <laughs> yeah. So as you guys are are talking, you hear a voice kind of pop up, and there's like an, an old man just kind of peering over Shavin's shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little hard work never hurt anybody, but. Uh, if the motive is to instill fear, you gotta wonder how long it'll be effective. Is this the older man with the brown cloak that's tall? Yeah, Karthus, you would uh, recognize him. I repeat those exact words to Karthus. <laughs> <laughs> I think Karthus heard. But yeah. No, I say, I say, is this the older man oh. with the cloak <laughs> that you saw? Yes, that's him. Oh, I have quite a reputation, I see. And who is this lovely lass? I'm Shay. No, Shy or Shay? Shay. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, I couldn't help but overhear your conundrum. 
I try to keep my business my own, but you just seem like you need help. Well, if you have coin and you need honest or dishonest work, then yes. Oh, there are much more valuable things than coin. Wouldn't you agree? I want the money. Absolutely. Depends. What things are you thinking of? Shuffin, I want the money. <laughs> oh, the most valuable resource. Time and information. So are you saying you can buy me time? Oh, I may have a few tricks up my sleeve, but even I can't purchase time. But I couldn't help... Time. It just seems like a few young fellas and lady, well, as yourself, seem to be on the precipice of some decisions. The world is a-changing. And he kind of stoops over and gets real close to Shavin's face, like half inch away. Mm-hmm. And you better make sure you know what you're doing before you choose a side. <laughs> and he backs away. <laughs> Maybe we could find somewhere more discreet to uh, swap information, fellow. Yeah. Where we could have a little more, and I kind of hold my nose, breathing room. <laughs> Follow me! And he snaps his finger and he blips out of existence. And uh, give me a perception. Huh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that might be a little tricky. <laughs> I had a four. Four. <laughs> Twenty. 20. 30. 15. 15. Shay, you're just like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> Where'd he go? Like checking under tablecloths, <laughs> looking under the table oh. with the melons on them that they're trying to sell. Uh, but you two see him across the street waving at you. <laughs> <laughs> Over here! Follow me! So that's how we did that earlier. We head in that direction. Yeah. Nonchalant. Yeah. So now he's just kind of strolling down the road. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you follow him? Yeah. On the way, he just helps himself to whatever's on the carts. He grabs an apple off of one and grabs a bag of mushrooms off of another. Can I grab an apple? Yeah, give me a slide of hand. Hmm. Five. <laughs> yeah, you grab an apple. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately, uh, he turns around and says, Hey, you can't just go taking things that aren't yours. Hey, shut keeper. Do you... S- He's stealing your apples. And the man behind the cart, he he turns around and grabs a club and he says, He's stealing what, eh? He's stealing my apples? I just hold it up in the light and I'm like, Just checking for quality. Only the best for my horse. And I hold up an eyebrow like I'm flexing on him a little bit. A horse, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I can interest you in a whole bushel of apples. Uh, well, uh... Let's see, on my way out of town, you you, uh, you open your hair every day? Yeah, we're open uh, all the days. All the days? Well, on my way out of town, I'm going to need about a week's worth. You think you can swing that? Oh, yeah, we've got uh, we've got buckets and barrels in the back. All right, well, uh, I'll give you... I'll give you ten gold on my way out of town for, you know... 18, 25 apples, depending on the size and quality. And if you don't mind, I wouldn't wouldn't mind taking just one right now to see if it's worth my trouble, you know. <laughs> Give me a persuasion. 22. He's very impressed. You mentioned the horse, and he drops the, drops the club, and uh, you mention 
picking up a bunch of them on your way out. And he says, oh, uh, you know, tw- uh, 10 gold, that'll buy you twice as many apples as that. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, but I guess the cat's out of the bag now. You are an honest dealer. <laughs> I appreciate that. I have that reputation. Well, we'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, I'll let you know what I think of the apple. But either way, you got my business. Honesty's better than flavor. All right, come again. And uh, the old man, as you start walking away, said, Hey, that was pretty smooth. You think on your feet pretty quickly. I want to take a big bite out of the apple and throw it at his head. (laughs) (laughs) Give me an attack roll. What's my attack roll with an apple? Uh, Dex, I guess? It's a, No, it's an improvised weapon, so it's just your strength modifier. Okay, I got an eight. Yeah, he, it just whizzes by his head. He says, ho, ho, not as quick with your weapons, are you? Well, we haven't tried my weapons yet. Why don't you just keep leading the way? <laughs> he turns around and kind of starts strutting, swinging his arms up. He's pretty happy, nimble, tall, ugly old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he takes a turn down the alley, and he looks around to make sure nobody's following him. He looks back and forth dramatically. <laughs> he looks back and forth dramatically, yeah. Um, do you guys look at all at Randall? No. No, you just keep your eyes on him? I do. Yeah. I'll take a look around. He disappears when you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Vedic, since you are looking around, give me a perception. Uh, no. no. Four, so. Four? No. You're, you're just looking. <laughs> I'm just, yep. Carthus <laughs> is trying to remember where he's going in order to take the same route back mm. if he needs to. Right. He turns down an alley. Um, he goes down another alley, and it's in an area that's a lot darker than where you were. But um, as you start approaching the end of the alley, you see a little glow coming from the right side. Um, and as you, you approach that glow, if you do, mm-hmm. he does, mm-hmm. um, there's a door with a light kind of shimmering around the edge of it. Mm-hmm. And he opens it, and it's just like a sheet of white. And says, well, go on in. After you. Oh, my guest first. Age before uh, beauty. <laughs> beauty before wisdom. Yep. Well, uh, go ahead, Shay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, snap. Shots fired. <laughs> I'll go in. All right. Oh, you were the man. <laughs> so Shay goes through, and there's a little ripple in the sheet, mm-hmm. and you don't see her anymore. There's no blood-curdling screams? Not, do you scream? No. So. It doesn't hurt. It'd be funny. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> As you pass through the sheet, Shay, uh, it feels like a cool um, sheet of water, although you're not wet when you come out the other side. Can I, like, stick my hand back out with a thumbs up? Yeah. I stick my hand back out with a thumbs up. Does it look like her hand? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it looks like her hand. Because I know what her hand looks like. Right, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a shriveled, weird hand or rotted flesh or anything like that. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll stroll in. Okay. You go as well. Karthus asks the, the old man, so does this thing disappear after you walk through it? Oh, you're an inquisitive boy, aren't you? There's a lot to be said for questions. Just get in. Oh. <laughs> Want to hold my hand? Um, I, uh, I know I might seem like a friendly man, but I'm not that friendly. Well, I mean, if we're walking together, 
I'll be fine with that. If you crave comfort, you came to the wrong place. <laughs> right about that. So this time stuff that you were talking about, do you have an example for me now? I can tell you that I'm running out. <laughs> sure are. Yes, you are. And he blips. Carthus walks through it backwards. <laughs> he backwards? <laughs> Just like doing the two uh-huh. fingers on the eyes. I'm watching you. All right. Yeah. So you walk in. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, you, when you guys enter, Shay, you went in first, although there was only a few seconds between you, really. Uh, on the other side, you see, uh, what is it called? Foyer. No, it's, it's, uh, it's like a word for it, but it's like a greenhouse. An arborary? Yeah. Arborarium? Arbor- arbitrarium? A terrarium? Terrarium. Ooh. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> greenhouse. <laughs> Let's find out what a terrarium uh, is. <laughs> terrarium is Atrium. like a, Atrium? Ooh. A terrarium is is like a little forest inside a glass bottle kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, an exhibit kind of thing. If you know the difference, please leave it in a comment <laughs> with a five-star review. Great, and we will read the definition that you post, even if it's the wrong one. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, but you guys enter, and it looks as though you're in a terrarium. Uh, there's uh, moss across the walls. There's... Uh, trees coming up the side like jungle trees um, ferns all over the place Um, and there's a worn uh, path that kind of curves into the foliage is there are there any carrots no no uh, vegetables but Mm. there are fruit trees there's Mm. uh, beautiful flowers tulips daisies wildflowers all those things just everywhere it's it's gorgeous Mm. and then he blips and he's right in front of Chauvin with his face like right in front of his uh, like an inch apart he says do you like my place it's uh it's growing on me (laughs) growing there's a lot of that done here wink wink (laughs) um and he starts walking down the path are you coming yep I keep pace with him yeah yeah yep I'll follow great um, as you guys make your way through the path, um, it curves a couple of times, and then uh, as he goes right for the third time, because I know Karthus is keeping track, of, mm-hmm. so he took three rights, and uh, you would expect to be back where you started, but instead there's a little uh, shed, an open shed, um, with um, bottles of what you would assume are different formulas on the shelves, it's like a little science station on the front. Um, and a lot of potting soil, and a healthy selection of pot. Hey! Hey! (laughs) Well, this is the place! Uh, why don't you sit down? And there's a few seats. Karthus looks for one of the bigger pots and upturns it and sits on that. (laughs) Instead of the seats. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. All right, I sit down. (laughs) I sit down now. Great. <laughs> I love that. That's great. He, uh, he kind of looks at you quizzically, Karthus, a little mm-hmm. confused. Hmm. I noticed this boy, he looks at uh, Chauvin and Shay, has a lot of trust issues. <laughs> that might keep him alive. <laughs> and he sits uh, on a chair as well, and he folds his hands on his lap, and he just like sits there smiling at you. Chauvin laughs nervously. Well, what do you want? Well, you seem to be fairly good at moving around this town without being noticed. 
Oh, they've been looking for me for years. And you seem to have a little bit of information on what is exactly happening happening in this town. Can oh, you explain? My information on this goes way beyond this town. This is just a symptom. Okay. Well, wherever you feel like starting. Let's start with, you mentioned sides. What sides would those be? Well, there's a lot of different names for the sides. Some people call them light and dark. Some people call them good and evil. I see you rolling your eyes, Karthus. Yep, you do. <laughs> and uh, you notice, you know, uh, that you didn't tell him your name. Um, Wait a second. I noticed that, too. How'd you pull that one out of your hat? I can't even remember his name half the time. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, I know lots of things outside of this town. He kind of raises his eyebrow, his his head at you, and just looks down his nose, which is very large and pointy. So you're a regular old Pinocchio, huh? (laughs) On the contrary, I never lie. Is his nose grows longer? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know Grimborough? Grimborough? (laughs) I'm better known as Wurramurg. Wurramurg. Where did you hear my other name? Uh, I read it. Am I holding that note or are you? Karthus is. Karthus. I hold out my hand. He gets up and hands it to you. And then I hand it to him. Mm. He, he holds it and he inspects it. Oh, yes. It was a shame what happened to Lily. And he hands a note back to him. But I'm glad you came anyway. Though, I'm not as sure about you as I was her. I like a woman that knows when to hold her tongue. Yeah. Because she doesn't talk much. If she knew when to hold her sword, maybe she wouldn't have gotten in that mess. Cool. Um, I hold on to it now, and I pull my uh, cloak back and, and show it to him. The sword? Yeah. He uh, kind of, the area around his, his uh, physique kind of goes a little dark, and he stands up, and he says, You watch your tongue in my house when you speak of Lily. Okay. Great. He calms down, and he sits back down. <laughs> smile comes back on his face, and he says, Now, I need to know what kind of people you are. I already suspect that you're going to have a tough time making right decisions. Why? Well, let me start at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done anything for anyone on your journey since leaving that camp from Mr. Briggs that didn't serve yourself? Well, helped out, helped out an old guy with his wagon, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. First we protected him, then you helped him put it back together. Mm-hmm. Protected cool. him with no ulterior motives. Well, just out of the goodness of your heart. We tried to rescue our comrade. Didn't go so well. Mm, tried. We routed some bandits. That didn't pay off at all. Nothing. All right. Well, then let me start you at the beginning. Thirty years ago, the Great War started. You've read in your history books, I'm sure, if you can read. And he looks at Karthus. He, he just holds out his hand and asks for the letter back. <laughs> Asking for the letter back. <laughs> Shaman has a leg. Uh, yeah, I pass it back to you. 
He takes it, puts it back, and sits down <laughs> and listens. I may not look it, but I've been around a great deal of time. He kind of looks at me. Carthus just snickers. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> now you know that history is written by the victors in war. So you don't know what really happened all those years ago. And our good King Liam, when he was taken... He leans forward. He wasn't taken. He left. See, he realized that our enslavement of the other races was a wrong. That we were the abominations in the relationship of man and earth. And that he wanted to make a change. But people like your Captain Briggs... Didn't like that. And the high commander as well. Now people like myself and like Rave, we desire the good old days long ago when men weren't so full of themselves and they had humility in their place in the world. Now people like your friend Gek. He looks at Carthus. You keep, people keep calling him Gek. We call him Gek because he calls himself Gek. Oh. The boy you knew is gone. Though you might still recognize a light in his eyes, I assure you, it is shrouded in darkness. They have been bewitched by her, much like... He looks at Shaman. You may be as well. Hmm. Never met her. In time, I'm sure... You will encounter one such as her. Well, I guess I'll have to be ready. <laughs> I leave uh, you with this. Whether your motivation is money, glory, family, or power, you can find all of those on whichever side you choose. What should decide which side that you choose is what you believe is right. You want money? There is money all over the world. You want family? Your family is who you choose. And you want power? True power is discovered over time. Now if you decide to align with her, you may get all of those things for a time. But they will not last. Think on what you truly want and how you want to get it. And then he stands up and he puts like a really big grin on his face. And then he snaps his fingers and you uh, all blip back into the square where you were originally when Gek slaughtered that boy, that man. Oh man, I was going to ask him about the rings. The rings? Yeah. The ones we got. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was waiting so patiently. <laughs> <laughs> through, all through his monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't interrupt him to ask about that. <laughs> well, that guy sat on a high horse, huh? Not sure what to make of him. He definitely was not mm, very easily noticed by anybody that he didn't want to notice him. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> 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 just being agreeable. <laughs> This is a first for Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, I don't know anything about 
this side stuff. I I found in my walk that being on people's sides is only is beneficial is the amount of time you put into it, and then it's not not quite as lucrative as being on your own side. Hmm. If you're gonna nod your head, vocalize your head. I was thinking that. It's my thinking process gotcha. of nodding. It's mm, a good thought. Shay's been nodding this entire time. <laughs> She's very creeped out by this old man. She does not like him. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we're right next to Broke, so I guess we should figure something out as quick as we can. What do we do with that information he just gave us? Uh, we'll plant it. Watch it grow. <laughs> And see if we like the fruit that comes out. If we don't, we'll can it and give it away. But ask for the cans back. One of those obligational gifts, you know, and ask if they ate it. Yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> I think he did the planting. Yeah. So he may ask for, he may ex- expect some fruit in return at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, what have we got on our agenda for today? Um, so you're going to meet with your buddy, Gecko, Gek, not the boy, the shrouded darkness man. Wait, yeah. Shadow Man? Nah, probably not. It doesn't really sound like his gig. He's changed a lot since the last time I saw him. So when you, when you meet with him, you should play the idea that we could help take care of kind of a haunted house bandit problem that could be cutting into a supply chain to the city, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're a little light on the pockets and could use some compensation in exchange for it. Maybe try that. And Shay, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet the creepy hood guy with no sword, Mr. No Sword, and see if he's got enough coin to make it worth hanging out with him for a little bit if you want to tag along. And if it goes south... There's always a chance that uh, a carrot top is going to be hanging nearby and might jump in to our aid. All right. I'm not that great at talking, but I can be another person. Well, we can just, uh, we'll just see what he wants at seven, I think he said, seven o'clock. I believe he said seven. In the meantime, let's see if there's a notice board in town. Maybe there's like a bounty or some rats to kill in a basement or something. (laughs) I think between now and our next appointment, we should also find out if there's a good way to get out of here in a hurry. I don't like this place. Maybe we could take our horses and hide them outside of town. Maybe we would want them in town. Maybe we could hide them in town. I suspect something like that would be pretty easily noticed. Hmm. He, from what I gathered, he's got a lot, way too much information that gets to his ears. And there's still the issue of our rings. In some way, they're supposed to hold us accountable. And I don't think Rave dying is going gonna, is gonna to nip that in the bud. Mm-mm. So we might come up with some semblance of pretending to follow our orders and investigate the goblin attacks. Wasn't that kind of what we were doing? Yeah, I think it was something like that. Well, let's uh, let's look for a notice board and ask around about the lady? Her? Her. She? Her. Female pronoun? I think her and lady have both been used. Okay. At different points in time. Well, we'll ask that first. Figure out the best way to address her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Would want to be rude. No, of course not. <laughs> 
And newcomers always get the, uh, always start a little behind anyway. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody nearby? Yeah, you guys are still kind of in the middle of the street. Yeah. People are milling around, um, doing their shopping, working on the streets, kids playing with sticks. Uh, hey, kid, is there a notice board around here anywhere? Uh, I think you find what you're looking for in the, the center of town by, by the fountain. There's all sorts of boards over there. Awesome. Thank you. Sharp young lad. Appreciate it. He kind of looks at you like he's expecting something. Oh, he better not. <laughs> he's just kind of... Information is apparently free around here. <laughs> you got paid for something. <laughs> he gave you more information than you gave him. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not have coins to be throwing around at kids for tips. <laughs> so you just kind of turn away from him and yep. just ignore him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Karthus tosses him a spring carrot. You like beams. He lights up. <laughs> Thanks, mister. And he turns around and he like waves it at his friend. Let's see what I got. And they split it in three mm-hmm. because there's three of them and they share it. Cute. Nice. <laughs> There's your good deed. Leave us alone, old man. (laughs) The old man like uh, like blips in front of Garth and said, "Good job." And then blips out. (laughs) Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? How do you do that? (laughs) And he looks around, seeing if he can see him reappear somewhere. Mm. You can give me a perception check if you like. Okay. But you won't find them. <laughs> <laughs> see if I can get a 20. See what happens. <laughs> no. No. That's not a 20. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> if you rolled a 20, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> it was worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't know where he went. He went. Um, so you guys kind of head towards the center of town? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you get closer to it, um, you, you approach the... The houses and buildings kind of open up a bit and form kind of a circle around this cobblestone um, uh, pad with, in the center of it, a large fountain, but the fountain isn't running. Um, it's It looks uh, water-stained like it used to run a lot, but hasn't in quite a while. Hmm. Um, but around the, around the perimeter, there are a couple of boards underneath some canopies to keep out of the rain. Mm-hmm. And if you approach those, um, you would notice that most of the, the, the papers that were posted on there were, are torn, um, faded, old. And uh, give me a perception check. All right. 10. 10. 15. 15. Um, Shavin, with your 15, you notice in the bottom left of the board... A picture of a little girl um, with a description uh, talking about um, asking for help. Um, his daughter was abducted and uh, needs help to get him back. And you would recognize this girl as the one from your dream um, that was on the staircase. Hmm. That's ominous. I, uh, I kind of point the little girl and go to say something and then I realize it's too much personal information and I don't care to share. And I go, well, that's the only thing I see, guys. Uh, do Does that align with the blacksmith's description of his missing daughter? Mm-hmm. So, it does. All right. Oh, well, uh, I snatched the paper. Great. Yeah. And stick it in my belt pouch. Uh, is anyone kind of hanging out? Any, like, uh, anybody 
begging for coin or there are people kind of uh, scattered around the fountain mm-hmm. um, just a few of them with their cloaks up sitting on the ground with their cups out waiting for food or or money mm-hmm. I don't even think I have any food I don't believe I do either something you might want to think about <laughs> Karthus does you need it for something <laughs> He doesn't notice that you guys are looking for it. Somebody grabs potatoes from somewhere at some point. Was that Carthus? Yeah, that was Carthus. Yeah. Scholar's <laughs> pack doesn't come with any rations. <laughs> Unless you've been drinking. I think, oh, I have, five, I have five days rations and an apple. Nice. Oh, right. You got that apple. Yeah. Yeah. You threw yours away. It would have been worth it if it hit. Um, <laughs> I just kind of... Uh, ooh, I, I know. I, I want to duck behind uh corner. Is there somewhere where I can be thoroughly uh, secluded for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's alleyways between buildings around the circle that you could uh, duck behind one and around a corner of a building and it'd be very secluded. But uh, give me a perception check. to Three. Yeah, you feel like there's nobody else around and very alone. Okay. Yeah, so I look both ways and I hold my cloak up over my face for a second, and then when I drop it, the cloak suddenly looks ragged and torn and brown and dusty, and I want to have an old man's face with uh, sunken teeth, or sunken cheeks where there's no teeth, and a knobbly nose, and deep-set eyes with a sad expression, and I want to kind of come hobbling back out and uh, sit in between a couple people that are waiting there with their cups, and just kind of sigh heavily. <sighs> and breathe deeply. Do you uh, try to get? Are you trying to get the attention of the person next to you? Um, not not immediately at first. Do they react to me sitting down there? Uh, I'm gonna roll a d4. There's four, including you. Mm-hmm. No, this guy doesn't react. Okay, yeah. I just pretend to catch my breath there for a moment, and I go. Uh, times are sure different. How much do you think she's got to do with it these days? I don't even have a cup anymore. I sold it for a piece of stale bread. The fellow that you sat next to uh, doesn't say anything, um, but the person kind of over to around to your left um, pipes up and says, Oh, don't bother with him, Sonny. He's been dead for days. Oh, I suppose you already ruffled around to see if he left anything on this earth that we could split up. Well, I already took half of his fingers, but I'll share the others. Well, I guess I know where to find find them if I feel like I need uh, a couple of those. What do you think? Were, were times better a while ago, or is it better under her dictatorship? Oh, there was a time when this fountain flowed, and that the gold ran silvery in our palms, but... Ever, yes, gold ran silvery. Yes, I know, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ever since Gek arrived, well, let's just say there used to be a lot more of us. Mm. Mm. Do you think if we asked her for help, she would care for beggars and fools or cast us aside like the rest of society? Oh. I wish I knew. The only thing we know about her is what Gek tells us. Mm. He's got these people wrapped around his finger, 
and there's no hope for those that oppose him. Hmm. Do you think she's good? Well, I think she's good at what she does. <laughs> All right. Well, save a finger for me, and I get up slowly, and I go back to the alleyway, and I want to change back into Chauvin. As you as you get up, she like gives you like a little uh, <laughs> a little winkle and a little wave, kind of flirtatious, but she's missing a lot of teeth, and she's very very dirty. <laughs> oh. Come back anytime. I am almost always here. <laughs> <laughs> you lead change back to yourself mm-hmm. and you guys don't know that that was Shavin I was about to ask I didn't broadcast it right you didn't Notice. telepathic do anything either. Mm-hmm. great oh uh, yeah I just stroll back out of the alley and I'm like oh I don't know why I talked to the old beggar lady over there for a second she doesn't seem to think that the the ladies up to any good doesn't sound like there's a lot of hope for prosperity or a lot of wealth spilling over the sides of the cup around here. Karthus sees you two talking and comes back to join you from poking around. See from poking around? Yeah. He's oh, just, you were poking? He, he's just poking around, seeing yeah. seeing what's what things look like. Mm. Um, there's a lot of houses around this area. It's mostly, it's not a commercial district. Okay. It's like the center of town where a lot of the uh, people live. So okay. you would notice People hanging laundry outside their windows, uh, doing doing taking baths in the street, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's lay low till about seven o'clock, and we can go our separate ways and see if the night is more productive than the morning. At this point, um, you the sun's been going down, and you kind of see the glow coming under the sky from the the sunset beginning. Uh, the, tr- the sun has gone down to the trees, which is your visual cue <laughs> <laughs> that it is time. Carthus mentions to his fellows, well, I guess I'll meet, I'll try to meet you at seven. All I've right. got a meeting to get to. If you're not there, we'll start without you and uh, meet back up at the Rough Stallion. All right, sounds good. And Carthus takes off. Great. He didn't give you directions to the quarry to the quarry he did mention it at one point so i don't imagine it being impossible to find (laughs) he can ask around at least okay and we did hit quite a bit of the taverns earlier looking for the good point the (laughs) red-haired yeah yeah good point that would have been one of the ones you ran into okay then you would know how to find it again great right on um while he's heading off there are you guys just hanging out in the square you going somewhere else yeah, we'll hang out. Isn't the stallion where we're supposed to meet him anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just hang out there. At the stallion? Maybe the right head will be there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Karthus, as you approach the uh, the quarry, and you hear a lot of noises inside, it seems to be bustling pretty well. Um, you open the doors, and it is packed. Uh, very crowded room. Mostly the quote-unquote soldiers uh, that were patrolling the city and stuff. <laughs> um, are are in there a lot of uh, women in their dresses, uh, not nice dresses, just dresses. Uh, still um, having daggers or swords strapped to their sides. Everybody's still prepared. Are they all in uniform still, or dressed down a little bit? Uh, they were never really in uniform. Okay, is yeah, okay. yeah. They're still like ready to go. Okay, so they haven't really dressed down at all. No, 
is evident that their money bags are on them, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is about... I'm assuming uh, they would have to have something if they're in a the bar. Mm-hmm. There's about 20, 25 people in there. Uh, and, yeah, everybody's got something on them to pay for drinks. Okay. Um, there would be several that would be fairly intoxicated. Maybe a couple people just have their money sitting on their laps or on the table that they're drinking at. Um, a few of them have them hanging off their belts... And then some of them you don't see. Okay. Yeah. And give me a perception check. <laughs> Ten. Ten. You recognize Gek uh, sitting on a table in the corner. Um, he's got a couple of guards there with him, um, just sitting and drinking. Is he looking at Karthus? What? Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, as he works his way toward Gek, he eyeballs some of the... He looks around for somebody that's a little more intoxicated with his money bag a little more evident. Mm. There's a man uh, with a woman like sitting on his lap. Um, he's got a drink in one hand and the other hand around his waist. He's just like guzzling, slurring big time, uh, and he's got a money bag. It doesn't seem very full, but it's sitting on the table um, a little bit to his right mm. that you would pass right by on your way to... Is she paying any attention? She's... Quote unquote laughing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, he's gonna see if he can grab it on his way by. Great. Give me a slide of hand. Nine. Mm. Yeah, these guys are pretty dang wasted. Um, they don't notice that you took it, mm-hmm. but the fella at the table across from them did. And Carthus notices that? Yeah. Okay. He's, he picks it up and tosses it to that fellow. The whole thing. Yep. Okay. He catches it and just gives you a nod. Could you split it with him? I'm not there. <laughs> You're not there to haggle. <laughs> yeah, he takes it and looks away and gives you a nod. Carthus nods back and takes a good mental uh, snapshot of who... Tries to remember who he is. That man? Yeah. Black, wavy hair, a thin mustache, okay. medium height, like 5'10". Mm-hmm. Armor is the same as the rest of the guards, just like leather with swords. Okay, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> and and then he works his way, finishes working his way towards Gek. And as you, yeah, and as you approach uh, Gecko, uh, notices you coming by, and he gives his soldiers each a nod, and they get up and and leave, and offer you their seats. He says, "Have a seat." Carthus pulls back the chair and sit, pulls back a chair and sits down. So, have you uh, given any thought as to what your plans are? A little bit. Not quite sure whether or not we'd uh, be able to do anything here that would help. I mean, we came across something that could be interesting. Just keep us occupied. We noticed, we heard, we've heard some rumors about a haunted house toward out coming in the direction that we came from. Um... Heard it was causing some problems. We even ran into some issues along that route in that general area when we came by. Had some something weird attack us. You talking about old man Riley's house? Okay. With the shadows? Sounds about right. Yeah. We had to run with them on our way in. Doesn't seem to be an end to them. We must have slaughtered a dozen of them. I don't know that we slaughtered a dozen of them, but we did slaughter quite a few. And from what I remember, they can be reproduced. 
Huh. And he looks very intrigued. You, uh, you're a learned boy now. <laughs> well, you know, getting stuck in a monastery for two years, you pick up a thing or two. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Monastery could do me some good. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, obviously a joke. <laughs> you know you wouldn't be caught dead in a monastery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's my curse. Give him that laugh. So it's this thing's been giving you issues as well. Uh, it doesn't uh doesn't bother us here in the town. What do you mean this thing? There well, seems to be a lot of them. Exactly. Well, something produces them, or they stem from something else. Huh. And and I don't quite remember exactly how it works, but I think it can do something along the lines of turning people into those. He was really intrigued, a little confused. Huh. Carthus gives him a shrug. Like, I don't exactly remember. I'll have to sleep on it and see if I can see what I can remember. It was, I didn't pay too much attention. I didn't think it was real, but. Huh. You think that thing could be in the house? It's possible. Hmm. And the more in number they grow, the more of a problem that they will be. There you go. Sell it. Sell it. That's <laughs> working on it. You hear Shaw's voice <laughs> giving you sales tips. How to manipulate 101. <laughs> Sounds like we uh, may need to address it sooner rather than later. And looks down, kind of thinking. Unfortunately, I don't know if I can spare the men right now. Hmm. We're kind of in the. He pauses, looks at you. Middle of something. Anything I want to know about? If I know you, there's little you don't want to know about. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Anything that I... Hmm, how should I put this? If I knew about it, would I get myself into trouble that I couldn't get out of? Well, if there was a locked door between you and the exit from trouble, I'm sure. Hey! <laughs> Oh, of course you'd bring that up. <laughs> Garth, this, I don't know. Uh, I know we go way back, but I don't know if I can let you in on everything we're doing here just yet. Oh, that's fine. Well, maybe I can tackle this other issue for you, though. See if I can at least figure out what's going on. That would go a long way. Maybe, maybe if possible, <laughs> see about eradicating it, but not quite sure how difficult that would be yet without first... Checking it out. Mm. Yeah. She doesn't give trust willingly. Mm. To well, just anyone. This isn't an area where I would have to... You would have to have... Where she would have to trust me. Yeah. Alright. I'll send... Uh, I'll send a couple of my men with you as well. Huh. Perfect. Are they have any particular talents? Well, I'd have to keep all my uh, valuable resources here. So I could give you two men, but they're good for a little more than throwing a sword. And I do mean they have thrown their swords. Down? At at things. Okay. Good question. <laughs> down and run. Well, if they, I was going to say, if they just throw them down, hopefully we can, I can at least run faster than them. No, we, uh, we vet the fear out of everyone. But unfortunately, we can't uh, create talent. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, hence the term father. <clears throat> to be trampled on. <laughs> I see. I'll tell you what. You take care of this problem for me. And of course, supply proof that it's taken care of. <laughs> mm. That may be harder than, than one would expect, but okay. Then uh, I'll take care of you. Gecko. Or do you prefer Gek now? I've heard that name used once or twice. He grins. Gek is fine. Well, you do know that I don't like that particular phrase, take care of you. <laughs> if you want to try a different phrase, that's not very much incentive. <laughs> How about this? He just reaches under the table and takes out a bag and drops it on the table. And you hear... Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess if I can't earn trust right now, I might as well earn a little coin. <laughs> well, two birds, one stone, maybe. Yeah. True. I learned that outside of a monastery. <laughs> well, you got the easy route. Look where I got you, too. His, he he kind of goes a little somber. Easy route. Well, let me know when uh, that's taken care of. And he gets up and walks off. All right. With the bag. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Still say anything? <laughs> Play it cool. <laughs> Money circle. <laughs> well, I'm at this point, uh, after the searching for the place and the talking and the shenanigans with the money bags, it's probably getting close to the time where you would plan on meeting with, with them. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Karthus gets up, or before he gets up, oh, Gecko's already left the building, right? Uh, yeah, you don't know where he went exactly. You could give me a perception check if you'd like to figure out well, I mean, where he went. He walked away from you, and he just kind of walked into the crowd. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd like to try to figure out where he went. Natural 20. Natural 20. He went straight to the back um, and talked to the bartender and went out the back door. Okay. And past the kitchen. Took his guards with him? Mm-hmm. Just the two. And was he drinking out of a cup? Mm-mm. So, no, like... he left his cup at the table. Okay. So Carthus picks that up, holds it for a couple of, couple five seconds, looks around the place, see, tries to see who's looking, looks for another money bag. Okay. Yeah, give me a give me a perception. Crit again. <laughs> crit it again. You did. Yep. Nice. All right. Crit yeah. One. Crit fail. Oh, crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see a money bag that looks prime. Uh, just hanging. The guy sitting on the stool, uh, leaning over the table, chatting with his uh, buddies on the other sides, and it's just hanging out the back. Um, on his on his uh, on his belt, mm -hmm. um, you can see it popping out of his shirt, just dangling there. Carthus huh. mm. gets up and walks towards the takes the glass with him, walks towards the guy with the black wavy hair that he gave the money bag to earlier, and sits down at his table. We're gonna cut back to to these two. <laughs> I didn't okay. think it would take this long. <laughs> it's activity after activity. <laughs> um, 
So you two uh, make your way back to the um, rough stallion. Mm-hmm. And same as the other places, uh, quite a few more people there. And this one's a little bit smaller. So it's like 10, 12 people um, at the bars. And there's uh, um, a musician in the corner with his, uh, not banjo, what's that? Lute. Lute. There you go. With a lute. Playing the little ditty that I won't sing for you. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'll just walk in and uh, when we arrive, we have some time to kill. So I just go up and sit at the bar and wait till the uh, the barkeep comes over. Okay. He comes over after he finishes up with the other customer that he's at, and he has a pre-filled glass for you. I assume you want another one of these. Uh, yes, well, since you poured it, sure. Let's see the gold. Never mind. Keep it. I'm trying to put drinks on in front of me. I'm actually uh, <laughs> here on business. I move stuff. I deliver it quickly. Quietly, discreetly, loudly, I don't care. Anyway, it needs to get delivered. You uh, need any help in that department or got a buddy maybe who does? Well, I'm trying to move this here alcohol for money. But you can't do that, can you? I point down the counter at, at someone who looks thirsty. <laughs> uh, he goes over to the fellow that you pointed at. And you see them just kind of like do motion in his mouth, so, but they're kind of far down the cast. You don't necessarily hear it. And the guy gives him a gold and comes back. All right, you're not that bad at spotting an opportunity. Well, I beg to differ because <laughs> I have had quite the week. Um, again, you know anybody looking to move something? It's what I do. It's all I know. It's a simple life. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. Just give me a job. Uh, he looks over his shoulders and give me a give me a persuasion. All right. That dice is fired. <laughs> 19. 19. Yeah, he looks over his shoulder, and uh, he sees that the other people at the counter are preoccupied in their conversations or their drinks, and he kind of leans over to you and says, Well, uh, there is something. Um, the previous runners of this town kind of outlawed a specific substance, and uh, there's still quite a demand for it, if you know what I mean. So if you would like, I can talk to you later, once this place is cleared out. Say around midnight. I would like. All right. I'll see you then. Then he gets back up and pretends nothing happened and goes back to polishing glasses. I give a big sigh of relief. Like, my shoulders <laughs> audibly sag. I have a lead. It sounds dangerous, which means better mean money. I feel better. Great. <laughs> Shay, what are you doing this at this time while he's doing that? Um, I wouldn't have gone immediately down and sat with him. I want to do like a perception check on the room. Just mm. see if anyone looks out of the ordinary or uncomfortable. Great. Give me a give me a perception check. Oh, three. Everybody just seems to be having a good time. <laughs> good old time. There's uh, a couple of people up dancing, making a fool of themselves with the loot. Uh the rest of the people are just it's it's basically Friday night at the bar. <laughs> All right, well, I would have gone up and sat by Shav, and then after I said, um, yeah, just sit by Shav. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you sit by Shav. Yes, I sit by Shav. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, Karthus. <laughs> you sit at this table with the the uh, wavy black hair dude with the thin mustache. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you say? How drunk does he look? Not very. Okay. 
Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you doing tonight? Are you coming on to this guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I mean, it's fine if you were. <laughs> just didn't know how to play it. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Um, he looks around. Well, I was here for a date, but she seems to have uh, stood me up. Hmm. That's unfortunate. And he's kind of twiddling with his thin mustache. wonder why they do that sometimes. Do they mean... Uh... Did they mean to tell you something by it? Hey, women, eh? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Oh, nothing. I'm just beating around the bush. Hey, let me buy you a drink. Sounds good to me. It's the least I can do with the gold... He looks around. ...that you gave me. Oh, you're welcome. How much was in it, by the way? To look? Yeah. He hesitates. Kind of... Looks and he's going, Oh, five gold. Oh, not too bad. Lucky you, then. Yes, he's lucky me. While you get up and go towards that direction, Carthus points at that money bag he saw earlier. I, there's a pretty fat purse right there. I don't know if maybe you can accidentally cause a little uh, issue when you're over there, or cause no issue, but maybe somehow procure that. There seems to be quite a bit more in that bag than the one I gave you. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> The, I could hear that that face. <laughs> mm -hmm. Zero. Zero. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh my goodness. Our first zero. That's oh amazing. Goodness. All right. You rolled a zero. Jeez. <laughs> Ooh, that's not really my style. Oh. I've, okay. Fair enough. So what if? Uh, what is your style? Ooh, I'm just a. Simple shopkeeper with a simple sword. He kind of like whips his hair back a little bit, and he thinks he thinks you kind of get the sense that he thinks a lot of himself. Okay, okay. Is that sword sharp? Um, he's he, asking. Carthus is asking. Right. Okay. He he looks down. He's a little confused, and you kind of get the sense that maybe he's never really used it, so he's not sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Oh, the sharpest. Hmm. Where, where's your shop, by the way? Oh, it's uh, it's across the street from uh, the Sipping Stone. Okay, I know where that is. What what kind of things do you sell? It's uh, cloths, gowns, suits. Oh, do you do custom work? Oh yes, yes, quite lucrative. Hmm. What sort? What is what are some of the stranger things that you've produced for people? Anything, anything? Uh... They once uh, crafted a hat out of uh, lizard skin. Really? Who brought that in? The lizard skin. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. It was years ago. Okay, so nothing recent. Mm. These days, it's these days, it's just a uh, leather armor here, cotton over there. Nobody has any sense of fashion anymore. Started leather bracelet. Mm. Would you be interested in crafting something a little more interesting? Ooh. You see like a spark kind of come into his eyes. Of course you'd have to maintain quiet. Ooh, a secret project. Mm-hmm. I do love those. Hmm. Well, I know, I know where you work. I might drop by there before too long. I've got some place to be. We might be able to work something out. 
I do look forward to it. Money of all types is welcome. Because <laughs> he knows where you get your money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in a bit. I've got to run. Pleasure. What was your name? Can't yell it. Okay. <laughs> Stranger. <laughs> so you take off? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you head back towards um, where they were at, the yep. main spot, the Rust Town? Yep. Um, as you approach the Rust Stallion, um, you kind of arrive at the same time as the uh, gentleman that you're there to meet, kind of come from opposite sides of the town and mm-hmm. meet at the door. And he says, After you. Is he opening the door for him or? No, just kind of gesturing towards the door. Carthus moves forward, grabs the door, pulls it back. Says, no, after you. Thank you, kindly. You're welcome. Uh, and he looks down towards where his money pouch might be. <laughs> you don't actually uh, give me a perception. Okay. Nine. No, you don't see his. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he walks in, and uh, Shay and Karthus, are uh, you sitting at a table at this point? Yes. So you look up, and uh, you notice, or you see the man enter that you're there to meet, and right behind him uh, comes in Karthus. So it's a little odd. <laughs> you know that they've never met. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Just wave, kind of discreetly. Carthus nods back towards you and <laughs> walks your direction. You are kind of standing next to the other fella. Behind him still, yeah. Uh, well, you notice that when Shavin waves at him, he also responds with like a... Uh, and starts walking that direction as well. Carthus does a double take, looks at the character, and sizes him up a little more closely. <laughs> <laughs> and follows behind. <laughs> Give me a perception. 16. Uh, you know they said this man has no weapons on him. Carthus makes a mental note that this person is somebody to watch out for. Hmm. You guys approach the table and he notices that you're kind of following him. Hmm. And he gets to the table and he turns around and he looks at Shavin and Shay. And so you already met my companion? He pulls a chair out. Uncanny. Says, After you. <laughs> well, I mean, I let you in last time. Sure. Thank you. I didn't know you were coming here, too. <laughs> Piers, there's a lot of surprises in store for us. Absolutely. And he sits down and he says, well, let's get this meeting started. And that's where we're on the episode. Okie doke. Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. My name is Wacy, playing Carthus Coldwell. My name is Veda, and thank you guys for listening. Who do you play? I play Shay Trembler. Oh, I forgot she was in this one. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I am Colton, playing Shavin the Smuggler. You can reach me at a big squirrel on Instagram. Um, my name is Zeb. I'm playing the DM. Uh, you can find the podcast. Uh, we're actually cutting down our socials a little bit so we can maximize our efficiency and get good at using them because we suck at it. Uh, so you can catch us on Facebook at Frontier Fiction and on Instagram at Frontier Fiction. And if you find our other socials, that's cool, but uh, that's more like a scavenger hunt. Uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> thank you. Keep your stick on the ice. Bye. Bye. See ya. And now it's time for our five-star review and comment for the night. This one is from Carly Ray 117 titled, This is Such a Great Podcast. 
I feel so invested in the storyline and all the characters. It feels like I'm playing along with y'all. Yes, it says y'all. Thank you, CarlyRay117, for the five-star rating and review. And remember, if anyone would like their comment read out loud, we would be very happy to do that. Just please send it with a five-star review, and we will read it out loud on the podcast. Dead. Wow.